Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We are joined by Rhino in the studio. Now, don't you forget that today is a good day to plan your very own one-of-a-kind Mississippi trip, and you can do it all over at visitmississippi.org. But today, you're going to get to learn how one pastor's conviction to care for the orphans, as the Bible tells us to, in his own community has helped bridge the the gap for foster care here in Mississippi. So joining us today is Pastor Tony Carnes with Rescue 100. Hey, Pastor. How are you? Thank you for having me. I am doing well. It is a beautiful day that the Lord has made, especially after the weather that most of the state has experienced um, this week. So it was a good day to have a good day. Yes, it is. It's a wonderful day. So, Pastor, tell me, how did this Rescue 100 program get started there in Gulfport? Well, the way it started was... I was preparing a sermon on James chapter 1, verse 27. It says, Pure and undefiled religion before God is to visit the orphans and the widows in their trouble. And I was in my study preparing that sermon, and I began to think about, uh, do I know any orphans? And where might they be? And I really couldn't answer that question. Uh, we work with a lot of orphans uh, and, and ministries that, that serve orphans around the world, but where I live in Gulfport, Mississippi, I wasn't aware that there were orphans. And so that led me to begin to investigate were there orphans in my area. Now, Pastor, this may be a silly question, but I'm going to ask you to define orphans because oftentimes here in America, when we think of that, we have the visualization of international orphanages or, you know, we have a preconceived idea of maybe what that term means or looks like. And I think that's part of the reason we have somewhat of a disconnect between What's going over, going on internationally and in the words we use to describe that versus what's also happening here in our own backyard, even though maybe they don't look the exact same, it is sort of the same, you know, issue going on. Well, basically, an orphan is somebody who doesn't have a family. They don't have uh, someone to care for them. And so in, when we think about it internationally, certainly it looks differently than it does here because we do have state agencies in place, and we just assume that the government agencies that are in place to take care of children who are displaced or don't have a family, we just assume that they're handling the situation and that those children are okay and being provided for. 
And it was you after studying for your sermon, which I'm curious as a pastor, how many times had you come across James where, you know, you are we're called to sort of care for the orphans and the widows and you make a good spill at the pulpit. But, you know, it was just this one time that it really kind of caught you in a different way. Do you look back and go, man, did I miss it for all this time? Well, I really I really did feel like I missed it. And the reason I did was when I discovered what was going on right under my nose, it was just this aha moment of disbelief. How could this be happening and I not know about it? Which I think goes for so many of us listening to good things, Pastor Tony. And this is going, you know, this is going in a very positive direction of where your congregation and uh, your partnerships have really, you know, um, pushed forward this idea of fostering. Um, we're going to get to that because I know this sounds like a little bit of a Debbie Downer now, but it sets the stage, too, for so many of us, like you mentioned, think that everything's just being taken care of because we have these state agencies. And there is an issue or a crisis, you could say, behind the scenes where there are children who need who need help so you got or the story goes as i sort of um, watched it over at a rescue 100 i saw the video that you got up from your preparing for your sermon and you drove down to your local dhs office which i'm surprised you even knew where to go if you're if you're not you know in that realm of of knowing where those services are did you have an expectation of what you would find or say or ask when you got to the door of dhs or did you sort of just you know let God sort of lead the way. I really didn't have an expectation. I just wanted to find out. And I probably in that moment assumed that I was going to find out that there were some needs, but mostly things were taken care of. And here's a couple ways that maybe you can help out. Maybe we could, you know, we're in need of some clothes or we're in need of some some food or some resources or something that, you know, we as a congregation could provide. That's probably what was on my mind when I went to DHS. I I sort of walked into the office and just went up to the window and introduced myself and said, I really just want to know how I can help. And they just sort of looked at me like I was crazy. And uh, I just kept persisting. And then um, they, you know, didn't really know what to do with me. You know, they didn't know. I don't think they really took me seriously. Um, I left a little bit discouraged because I didn't uh, have the information that I was searching for. Um, I had a conversation with a friend of mine who happens to be uh, friends with the local youth court judge. And so he said, well, let me contact the youth court judge, and you could meet, you, you could, I'll set up a meeting, and that way you'll, you'll be able to find out from the person who knows exactly what's going on. So that's sort of the next step. And when I sat down with the uh, sitting youth court judge at that time, she began to tell me, what was going on in the county, and I couldn't believe the things I was hearing. I couldn't, I couldn't comprehend the numbers that she was throwing at me. Which county scenarios. is this, uh, Pastor Tony? Which what county is this in Mississippi? 
But what I discovered, I'm in Harrison County, and, and long story short, I live in the worst county in the worst state in the United States of America and had no idea. And what are some of the things that you were that were told to you or shared with you about Harrison County that really just moved you to action? Well, she asked me uh, how much time I had, and I said, as much time as you need. And she said, well, I'd like to show you something. And so we got up and we walked out of her office across a parking lot into a building that she explained to me was a shelter. It was a temporary shelter, and it's designed to house children. When children are taken into custody by CPS, they maybe, uh, like if it's over the weekend or something like that, they will spend a night in the shelter until the next day when they can be placed into a foster home. We walk in the door, and it is literally jam-packed with children completely filled. I walked into a room where children were sitting on carpet mats watching a movie lined up in rows. And I said, what are all these kids doing here? And she said, I don't have anywhere to put them. And I I said, how long have they been here? She said, "Some some of these children have been here for... 30 days or more. And that was the moment that everything changed for me. What I saw in that moment, I could never unsee. And you asked one question that changed the trajectory of everything there at your church, at Memorial Baptist Church in Gulfport, and now it's trickling through the state of Mississippi. And what was that? The question was, how many foster homes do I need to recruit to solve this problem and she told they said she told me we went through a series of you know because there were some cps workers there and you know they they thought well you know this guy's crazy he's not going to be able to solve this problem you know he he doesn't have any idea what he's talking about and so i They wouldn't really give me a number, so I kept pressing and pressing and pressing. And I said, well, if I get 50 homes, will it solve the problem? And they said, well, it would be amazing, but it won't solve the problem. And I said, how many homes will solve the problem in Harrison County? And they said, 100. And I said, then I'm going to find you 100 homes. And that is exactly what Pastor Tony and all of his partnerships that came next have done. And we're going to dive more into Rescue 100 coming up next here on Good Things. Get ready to laugh. I hear somebody yelling across the parking lot. Chad Prather here. I want to invite you to join me in Forest, Mississippi. Am I Crazy Comedy Tour is coming to town May 27th. We're going to be at the Scott County Forest Convention Center. Cole Ford's going to be there. My life, my life is perfect. My son, my girl, Dean's going to join us as well. Get 
your tickets now at watchchad.com, May 27th. Forest, Mississippi. Get your tickets at watchchad.com. We'll see you there. If you're remodeling or building a new home, be sure to tell your contractor to go to Lakeland Fireplaces in Flowood. They have over 25 display units, including heat and glow. By the way, there are 19 live burning fireplaces in the showroom. They are the hearth professionals that install and service. Ask about their custom glass doors, gas logs, fireplace accessories, and premium gas grills. It's all at Lakeland Fireplaces, your heat and glow dealer on Lakeland Drive in Flowood. Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where Garden Mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. I'm Dr. Michael Walker, founding physician at New Care MD. We provide concierge medicine that everyone can afford. We do this by eliminating middlemen and restoring focus on the patient-physician relationship. For a low monthly fee, less than the average cost of a cell phone, you get access to unlimited clinic visits, wholesale medications and labs, and even telehealth. It doesn't take an act of Congress to get affordable health care. Learn more about health care the way it should be at NewCareMD.com. Be sure to tune in every Saturday morning from 10 until noon for The Handyman Show. Brought to you locally in part by Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions. Protecting your home from structural damage, cracks, humidity, mold, and more. That's Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions of Mississippi. Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt. Right now, we're offering great specials on memberships to our state-of-the-art indoor shooting range. Join now and get your first month free. While you're here, check out our full-service gunsmithing department. We offer everything from professional gun cleaning, Cerakoting, camo application, accurizing, to custom rifle bills. We hope to see you soon. You might even get to meet my wife, Jane. That'll be a real trip. I'm Rex Baker with Gateway Rescue Mission. People are angry these days, but you don't have to be. Let's get 2021 started right, because somebody out there needs your help. At Gateway Rescue Mission, your donation can provide a meal. Your prayer can unlock the power of God to change a life. If we spend more time praying and less time fussing, we can help some people. Go to gatewaymission.org. Make a donation and help change your life today. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi has so many good places for you and your family to eat, stay, and play. You need to go to visitmississippi.org to explore a little more. Before we dive back in with Pastor Tony, the founder of Rescue 100, we got a text on the ceasefire text line that said his wife and him have lived in Mississippi for a decade, and the best thing was to rescue a teen from a children's home and eventually adopt her. Her half-sister has become like a daughter to us, and we now have four grandkids whose lives are totally different than their mamas. Just 
one family reaching out to one family. That's what it takes. And you commend Pastor Tony for promoting faith-based involvement in the lives of children, which is exactly what he has been doing with Rescue 100. I believe since 2016, you took your trip to DHS and then got a look behind the curtains of what was going on in Harrison County in terms of children needing foster care. Is that correct? That is correct. All righty, so let's, you got the question. You got 100 families, Pastor Tony, or 100 foster families was sort of the the number thrown at you to sort of fulfill, to fix, at least temporarily fix the need there in Harrison County. So what do you do next? Well, the next thing I did was I started uh, recruiting homes. I stood up before my church. I shared with them what was going on, and I challenged them to start to pray and start to, uh, you know, ask themselves, how can we be a part of this solution? We, uh, we, we began uh, having homes, just people started stepping up saying, I'm in, I'll do it, I'll do it. We, we started a, a Facebook uh, page and people would uh, post a picture of themselves and say, you know, I'm in number 45, I'm in number 46, and the numbers kept climbing and climbing and climbing. And so then the realization that people, you know, the problem that Mississippi has is not a problem of needing great families willing to help. The problem was getting awareness out there to the right people, because once you do that, Mississippians step up and make a difference. And we saw that almost instantly. Well, I completely understand the 100 piece to Rescue 100. Why was it important as you moved forward and sort of created a more, you know, uh, I guess um, organization out of it to help with your efforts, that rescue was the word you landed on before the 100? Well, we we looked at it like a rescue mission. Um, We really never dreamed it would go anywhere other than Harrison County. Um, we and, and we would have been totally satisfied, you know, if we could have just it, our goal was really just to fix what was going on right around us. We didn't think that um, anyone else was going to pay attention to what we were doing. So we were focused on that. And uh, we were we looked at this like a rescue mission and people started stepping up. And then we realized, um, you know, that. We were going to be able to, it looked like we were going to be able to meet this goal. Did you get the satisfaction, Pastor Tony, to go back to the individuals with either DHS or, you know, the youth courts, which I know they just never had someone come in and probably ask to offer that kind of help and then be able to deliver, which this is a totally a God thing. There's no question about that whatsoever. When you got to come back and say, I have your hundred was, I mean, what was, what was sort of that feeling like to be able to, to, you know, bring back what you said you would do? Well, to be honest with you, when we had our first training event, because part of the story is, is that once people started stepping up, we thought that we were on our way to solving the problem. What we didn't realize was that we had only begun, because then I realized that it would take up to six months to get families trained, and I was only going to be able to train, get families 
you know, just a few families at a time because there was such a lack of facilities and infrastructure and and trainers available. And so here I've got all these people ready to, to step in and make a difference, and I've got all this red tape blocking uh, them from actually being able to take children into their home. I, you know, and I thought, well, this isn't going to work. We can't. Why does it take six months? And so I started asking questions about, well, why can't we, I'll host these classes at, at my church and, and uh, we'll, we'll pay, uh, you know, teachers to come down from Jackson to, to do the training and all these, you know, and, and I kept running into problems. Where they would say, well, we can't do that. We've never done that before. You know, the, the, the law won't let us. And so, I went to Jackson, and I met with the uh, head of Child Protection Services and a bunch of representatives there, and I pleaded my case. And some of the things that I was presenting uh, made their way to somehow, you know, God got it to the ear of the governor. And uh, so Phil Bryant, the governor at that time, heard about what I was trying to do, he uh, contacted Dawn Beam, a Supreme Court justice, a Mississippi Supreme Court justice, and asked her if she would um, get involved and, and help me. And we started making changes. And that, what once took six months, we eventually, uh, four months later, we held a training, a weekend training at my church, where in one weekend we trained 30 families in one weekend. When you say training, Pastor Tony, give us a little bit of idea of what is necessary or what the state feels is necessary for families who are willing or able to take in foster children must go through or have before they can step in and help. Well, you know, the state has a responsibility to make sure they can't just place these children in in any home, and they can't just take your word for it. There's a an exhaustive process of making sure that it's a safe home, making sure that the people have, uh, you know, passed a background check, make, making sure that uh, they've been trained on how to care for children who have been through some traumatic things, what to expect, and, you know, and, and how to how to care for them, how to navigate through, you know, if they need to go to the doctor, you need to know how to do that. It's not complicated, but there are things that need to be discussed. And, and, and you know, you you would normally go to one class a month uh, for or one class a week for six weeks and all of these different things. Well, we combined it all into a weekend and trained everyone in one weekend and realized that then uh, CPS, it was so successful that the state began to adopt these new protocols that we had adopted. We took their training. We just uh, brought it into a, a very condensed model so that it happened in a one weekend all day saturday all day sunday was originally how it started 
So you mentioned that was 30 families. So did those 30 families who graduated the first Rescue 100 training for foster care, were they able then to be, you know, expedited into getting children into their care? Correct. So within a few weeks, they were taking children in. Meanwhile, we were then uh, scheduling the next training. And so now we knew that we could do this, and so we just started uh, scheduling trainings. We we did we started we did one in Hattiesburg, we did one in Long Beach, we did one in Oxford and Clinton and Meridian and Wesson. We started going around the state doing these training, training people, training. Meanwhile, we're still raising up people in Harrison County. As that's going on, um, then we uh, took some of the training and uh, worked with CPS and got it online so that even that, that one weekend, those two days of training, eventually CPS narrowed that down to one day of training so people can go online and they can train, do go through some of the courses at home, and then come to a one-day, one Saturday, eight to five training and get all of their uh, coursework in at one time. To date, after four years, Pastor Tony, do you know how many families have been approved to be foster parents because of your training? 465. That's incredible. That's a huge difference to be made. Those are kids' lives that are forever changed. And I know you are um, putting out a call for all the churches in Mississippi to help partner and be a part of this. I'd also like to get into a little bit about what fostering actually is, if you can stick with us, Pastor Tony. Sure. All righty. we got more with Pastor Tony and Rescue 100 coming up next. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 78. Tonight, clear skies, low around 53. Your finally Friday, sunny skies, high near 74. Saturday, sunny skies, high near 82. And for your Sunday, a slight chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 84. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard dealer in Brandon. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at nodripms.com. Whatever Mother Nature dishes out, No Drip Roofing and Construction can take care of it. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. This is Allison Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. Located in Gluckstadt, just south of Germantown High, Calloway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful. From trees, shrubs, and color plants to bulk soils for delivery and pickup. Callaway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture with all the new 2021 collections in stock and arriving. Our farmer's market is open, full of fresh fruits, vegetables, and local honey, and the best tomatoes in
in town. Callaway's will have farm fresh produce seven days a week. Callaway's offers bulk soils for delivery and pickup. We also offer landscaping and our designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. From a small job to total transformations, just give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Visit Callaway's in Gluckstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. I wish there was a place where we could sample wines before we buy. There is. Colony Bistro and Wine Bar just opened right next door to Colony Wine Market in Madison. They have 32 wines by the glass, wine flights, and the food is terrific. Yes. Get your purse, sweetie. When you choose Roto-Rooter, you'll get honest estimates and no hassle guarantee so you can get it fixed quickly and enjoy peace of mind. We're there for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, day and night, holidays, and weekends. We've been providing service to Mississippi for over 80 years. Call the original Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. Mention this ad to receive $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a winkle troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. When the power goes out, your life is disrupted. Heat, air conditioning, refrigeration, phones, all gone. Be prepared for the next outage with a Generac Home Standby Generator. After sensing a power outage, a Generac Generator automatically restores your home's power, whether you're home or away. Power your life with a Generac Home Standby Generator. In Central Mississippi, contact Generator Technologies at 601-862-3419. That's 601-862-3419 or online at generator-tec.com. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. It's been 70 years ago since the late Reverend Billy Graham went to the U.S. Capitol calling for a National Day of Prayer. Today you'll find services all across the nation. Graham's son, Franklin, discussed the importance of today. Uh, we're in a, a downward spiral morally, spiritually, and the only hope for our country is Christians praying USM is offering prayers to family and friends of Robert Brent, who was a student at the university. His body was found yesterday by Dauphin Island authorities. The Yazoo City native was last seen on a sandbar near Dauphin Island Sunday. Farm Bureau casualty customers are being warned about a scam. Some have received a fraudulent letter and check from someone pretending to be with the company and instructions to send an email or text before depositing the check. This is an attempt to get your personal information, so don't respond. Confidence. Peace of mind. A way forward. During tough times, these are the things we all want. And with the personalized help of a Trustmark relationship manager, it's something we can find together. That's why Trustmark is standing by business owners. No matter what challenges you may be facing, we are here with a suite of financial services to help you find a path forward. Learn more at Trustmark.com slash business. In response to COVID-19, Pine Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services is offering telehealth services. During this time, health and safety are important, which is why they've expanded their offerings to include telehealth services for children, adolescents, and adults. They have outpatient teletherapy sessions available, and Pine Grove also expanded its telehealth services to include its intensive outpatient program, drug treatment program. Also, all Pine Grove Evaluation Center services are available via telehealth. Patients may call Pine Grove's National Service Center at 888-574-HOPE or visit pinegrovetreatment.com. 
Most people think there are just seven wonders of the modern world. But if you wake up with Super Talk, you know there are eight. The amount of information and entertainment Paul Gallo fits into one three-hour show is simply astounding. astounding. Amazing it is. News, weather, sports, and interviews with the movers, shakers, and playmakers. Experience the wonder of Gallo every morning on Super Talk Mississippi. Becca Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. approaching, so make sure you plan a Mississippi adventure. You can do that by going to visitmississippi.org to explore a little more. And I hope you've been inspired by all the good things that Rescue 100 is doing and their efforts. They have gotten to date 400 plus families now approved for fostering uh, children, which we know is definitely a good thing. So, Pastor Tony, sometimes when you hear foster foster care or foster homes you automatically link that to adoption and forever and ever and amen which i know there's a lot of foster families who find themselves being adoptive families like our friend who texts us in on the ceasefire text line but that's not always the case so there are different scenarios where foster parents fit in so what are some of the most common that you share with uh, people who are interested in fostering children well, the first thing I share with them is that um, fostering is not going to be what you are probably picturing in your head. You're probably, most people have these ideas of uh, these children that have been um, through all sorts of horrible things, and so they're, uh, they're going to have all of these emotional and relational and uh, physical problems, um, when in reality, uh, these are children that are just like my children and your children. They're, they're beautiful, amazing children who just need a home. And, and oftentimes, the goal is always reunification. The best place for every child is to be with their family. So whenever that's possible, that's what we work toward. And so you may have a child in your home for a couple of weeks, a couple of months. Um, it, you know, you may serve as a respite home. And so what you what a respite home is, is it's a, it's a licensed home that serves other foster homes. So that when those who foster um, have to maybe go out of town uh, because they had a death in the family, uh, a respite home will keep the foster kids for them. Or maybe they just need a, a break or a weekend or something of that nature. Uh, they have some event that comes up in their family that they need to go and, and do. A respite home just serves as a resource to foster homes. So they, they don't have uh, foster children uh, assigned to them. They're just... Uh, providing that uh, those intermittent breaks for uh, people who are in the trenches full time. 
Which I think, too, also it's it's good to state that those families need to be trained and have gone through the same sort of um, background checks and all the things as the foster family. So you can see where just a normal babysitter wouldn't fit in um, to play in a scenario when you have a child that's under foster care. I noticed, though, on your website, Pastor Tony, which is rescue100.org, there's a quote that says it's not just the children's life that changes. Can you share what's behind that? Well, I always say foster care isn't something we do. It's who we are because it's who God is. I mean, if, if, we're, if we're Christians and we, we claim to believe and follow the Bible, then we are mandated by our Heavenly Father to, uh, to defend the poor and the fatherless in Psalm 82. It is not... It's not optional. We serve a God who, throughout Scripture, whether it's in the New Testament, in Psalms, uh, Jeremiah, Isaiah, over and over and over, God reminds us that He is very much concerned about those who are vulnerable and those who cannot defend and protect themselves, and that the Church is is called. Caring for the voiceless is, is not... Uh, optional. It's God's plan A for the church. And so when you do that, you are embracing what God has called us to be, and you are going to be changed by that. Because when you when you start to serve those in need around you, and you bring them into your home, one of the most beautiful things that happens is to see the way fostering transforms our, our biological children, how they learn to be less selfish and how they learn to be more compassionate, how they they learn in most of the families that we uh, have trained and that foster, what, what we find over and over and over is people telling us that their own children now tell them when they grow up they're going to be foster parents because they see the difference that it makes just by opening up what you already have. All you're doing is sharing what you already have. It's just another seat at the dinner table. Who can't squeeze another chair in at the dinner table? Pastor Tony, I know part of this is you reaching out to all of the churches across the state of Mississippi and and sharing this message of what, you know, Rescue 100 has done for your community in Harrison County and with your church there at Memorial Baptist Church in Gulfport. What what would you say to those listening to good things that are are maybe interested in nothing else, hosting a training or learning more information about sharing it with their congregation or where their place is in sort of helping with the orphans in Mississippi? Well, I would say the first thing you should do is you should go online to rescue100.org. If you just Google uh, rescue one zero zero. Uh, what's going to come up is the Mississippi Department of uh, Child Protection Services. Uh, that's going to come up with a, uh, a Rescue 100 tag. You can click on that, or you can click on our website. You're going to end up at the same place. When you go to um, the Mississippi Child Protection Services Rescue 100 page, you're going to see where 
it's going to tell you how to get involved. There's orientations that happen twice every month. They're one hour. All you have to do is log in virtually, and basically what's going to happen is uh, we're going to tell you what it's what being a foster parent encompasses. We're, we're going to we're going to give you an hour worth of information so that you can then make an informed decision about whether or not you want to proceed. Once you do that orientation, uh, you'll have a clear picture of uh, the difference that you can make and the need that you can fill. And you'll also, um, we, we're very upfront and honest about um, the whole process and about uh, the difficulties uh, as well as the, 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 the beautiful things that come from it. And that one-hour orientation is the best place to start. Of course, you can go to rescue100.org. You can watch the videos that you've watched, and you can see how we began. But really, step one is uh, taking an orientation, which the next one will be May 18th. So that is right around the corner. So if you've had a stirring in your heart today, listening to Pastor Tony here on Good Things, I encourage you, if nothing else, just go to rescue100.org and learn just a little bit more and just follow those inklings in your heart, um, whether it's for you or for your con- or just to bring to your congregation or just to get a part of the way that you feel most led to. I feel that it's a God thing, Pastor Tony, that I have you on here on the National Day of Prayer. So I didn't prep you for this, but if we if you were to have a prayer, for Mississippi or for Rescue 100 or for foster kids or just us in general, what would be your words for us today? Oh, I would just pray that God would uh, make us a nation that would uh, care for those who are most vulnerable and that we would embrace, especially as a church, that we would embrace God's call to us to do this, that that we are the solution. The community of faith is the solution to the needs that uh, we face as a nation. And I believe that with my whole heart and soul. And that is that transcends just foster care and probably a lot of other things um, that have people's hearts hurting, Pastor Tony. Well, I have appreciated yeah. your time here with us. If you're ever in the area, please stop by, join us in studio. And um, I hope everyone feels moved to at least go check out Rescue100.org. And kudos to all that you've been doing over the last five or six years. Uh, Math is hard on the air. (laughs) Yes. Well, thank you, Rebecca, so much for having me. And God bless you and the work that you do to get the word out about the good things that are happening in Mississippi. Well, I appreciate that. So thank you, Pastor Tony. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. Just one pastor's curiosity to get a little bit deeper in his own community in four or five years has transformed into 400 families being approved to take care of foster children. What a wonderful story. And I know that's not going to stop in terms of the number of families. And we hope that maybe you have been inspired to see where you fit into that puzzle as well. But you stick with us. We've got more good things coming up next.
Are you ready for what is possibly the last lawnmower you will ever buy? If so, then you are ready for an Exmark. This is David Frederick with Frederick Sales and Service. And if you're ready, now is the time to take advantage of special Exmark pricing and special Exmark financing. With 0% financing and payments that won't start for 150 days. That's five months before your first payment and still 0% interest. You don't want to miss out on this opportunity to own the mower that landscape professionals purchase two to one over the next best-selling brand. So stop by Frederick Sales and Service on Old Highway 471 in Brandon and let me or one of my experienced staff help you find the Exmark mower that best suits your needs. At Frederick's, we are the Exmark experts. 26 years of award-winning selling, servicing, and supporting our customers with legendary Exmark quality. Frederick Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment. Serving Central Mississippi since 1993. If you or someone you know suffers from dizziness or imbalance, Physical of Jackson, spelled F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, can help improve your balance and decrease your chances of falling. Susan Geiger and her team of specialized therapists are as unique as their name, providing a personalized approach to therapy and cutting-edge equipment. Physical, F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, spelled different because we are different. Call today for your appointment, 601-487-2260. Lee Temple, customer, Clark's Construction. We had a complete bathroom renovation all the way from the tile floor to countertops and everything that goes with uh, with a bathroom. We checked with other folks to see how they had worked with Jerry, and we always got some uh, some good reviews. Never did get one that was uh, that was not good, and you know the trust issue was was not an issue with Jerry. So I'd say he's a five star for a construction company you can trust. Call Clark's Construction at 601-214-9463. This is the closing agri-market report. At the close in our cotton exchange, July cotton was up 325 to 90.58. October cotton was up 171 to 88.72. At the close of the Chicago Board of Trade, July soybeans were up 27 and a quarter to 15.69 and a half per bushel. August soybeans were up 24 and a quarter to 1515 and three quarters per bushel. July corn was up 10 and a quarter to 718 and three quarters per bushel. September corn was up 14 and a half to 645 and a half per bushel. At the mercantile, June live cattle was up 105 to 115.47. August live cattle was up 75 to 118.47. August feeders down 182 to 143.40. September feeders down 192 to 145.55. And that's this. The Dow Jones is up 103 points, 34,333. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network. Are you stuck inside but still looking for bargains on new and secondhand goods? Try HighBid.com, the online auction site for just about anything. HighBid.com offers a safe and easy way to find hundreds of thousands of items for sale every day. From rare coins to fine jewelry, tools to vintage toys, and classic cars to real estate. HighBid.com has it all. HighBid.com makes it easy to find what you're looking for. And the site is simple to use. Come to HighBid.com. That's H-I-B-I-D.com. And start discovering great deals today. April is National Safe Digging Month. Mississippi 811 would like to remind you that the leading cause of harm to underground facilities is excavation damage. While pipeline operators and other underground facility owners are committed to raising awareness of underground damage prevention, everyone has a responsibility to ensure safe digging practices. Mississippi 811 reminds you to call at least two days before you dig, respect utility markers on your dig site, and dig safely. 
Your midday meeting place. The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi getaway. Take some time today to go to visit Mississippi.org and explore a little more. I bet mom would like a surprise getaway. In fact, you know what? For Mother's Day, why don't you just take her to visit Mississippi.org and then say, hey, honey, why don't you just scroll through and find where you would like to go for a weekend this coming up summer and I'll make it happen. That way she gets to decide. You look like you had a thought and a plan in place. And then you can actually pay for it and go forward with making it happen. But if that doesn't sound good for you, then, hey, tomorrow you can catch the JT Show. It'll be at Carter Jewelers on Friday and from 10 to 1, where you can get some great Mother's Day uh, gifts there as well. So if you are in the area tomorrow between 10 and 1, uh, head on over to High Street to Carter's Jewelers in downtown Jackson and pick you out something nice for the mom in your life. And then coming up on next Wednesday, the Gallo Show will be at King's Daughters Medical Center in Brookhaven to promote National Hospital Week and to discuss the overall health care that is hospitals provide for our communities. That's coming up next Wednesday. That's the Gallo Show from 6 to 9 Wednesday morning. They will be in the main lobby at King's Daughters Medical Center on Highway 51 in Brookhaven. So a lot of good going on here at Super Talk. A lot of fun going on over on the Good Things Facebook group with Mother's Day fast approaching. I thought it'd be fun to think about what some of our Southern moms say, and I'd love for you to read through them when you get a chance and maybe think of when you've heard some of these phrases and the scenarios going on around them, or maybe when you yourself as a mom has sort of spouted them out before in what scenarios, because sure, you know, parenting isn't always necessarily fun, and some of it's just good old, you know, whatever your kids get themselves into, that has had your mom's hollering, y'all quit. And that's in the back seat too, of the minivan. Quit, right? Get back over here. There's always that one kid that wants to run, get away. You're not quite finished sharing important information or making your point extremely clear. And so it's get over here or get out of that. Woo, I'm in that stage. I've got almost a two-year-old again. Y'all pray for me. Get out of that. No, stop. Not that. Shut the over and over and over and over again. And has your mom ever told you, your southern mom, your face is going to freeze like that. Did you believe her? There's a there is a transitional period I think in your life where you you stop and you go, will it will it freeze like that? Yeah, you you graduate from got your nose that mm-hmm. when that stops fooling you, then it's the your face is going to stick like that, and then when that stops fooling you, there's a whole plethora of things. I'm telling your daddy. I think that works. No, that works both on girls and boys. And it depends, obviously, on the mother-father relationship and, and who is the main disciplinarian. Most of the time, mom's like that frontline disciplinarian where 
But when she figures out that, you know what, either... Dad's the howitzer. You only pull out the big guns when necessary. Right. And it's... Or when you're just annoyed to the point, I'm tired, like, I am tired of dealing with this. You know what? We're done here. I'm telling your daddy. No! No! (laughs) Absolutely. Get that out of your mouth. Get that out of your mouth. Get the... Oh, my gosh. You can hear it in your head. It's it's almost like once you have children, all of these all these sayings just get thrusted into your lexicon. And it's all for I mean that one is for a variety of reasons. Mm-hmm. I mean that goes from a mom talking to a toddler, get that out of your mouth because you don't know where it's been, it's dirty, whatever. To the the, the teenage son, get that out of your mouth with, with a, a cigarette or, or a toothpick. And it's like, what do you, what do you, get that out of your mouth. What are you doing? What are you doing? Make me tell you one more time. Don't test me. <laughs> and my finger has to wag while I do it, for sure. And there are a special few children that you always have to tell. The dog is not a horse. <laughs> God bless our pets. Our domesticated pets, for sure. They get poked and prodded and pulled and loved on, and and sometimes in the best and worst ways possible. I never heard this one. I'm getting the soap. Did you ever get your mouth washed out of soap with soap? I was threatened on several occasions. Never got to that point, though. I never never got that. But I did get because I said so. That's why. That was usually at the Uh end of a string of a lot of whys. And I've also also have said, blow it off. It ain't dirty. That whole five I've done that in the green room. <laughs> oh, you weren't raised in a barn. I think I use that one on a daily basis. That and put some shoes on. It's cold outside. Shut the door. You weren't raised in the barn. Let me tell you one more time. <laughs> I could string all of these together in one afternoon. You probably heard those a time or two. You can head on over to the Good Things Facebook group where the conversation never ends. Add in your own Southern Mom sayings if you would like to there. But stick with us. You got more coming up next. You got Sports Talk Mississippi from 3 to 6. Rhino and I will be back tomorrow at 2. Until then, take time for the good things. Talk Mississippi Media Production.